We should actually do like a nice intro to the Fresh Batch. Uh, let's try it now. Welcome to the Fresh Batch. Waka, 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 waka. Fresh Batch. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Welcome to the Fresh Batch podcast. I'm Sparky. A.K.A. Raymond Corcoran. I'm Dean Scurry. Here. Fuck off, will you? Fresh, yeah? Shut the fuck up! Ballymoon is synonymous in this country now with podcasts. The accent, the vibe, the attitudes, the politics. Ballymoon has a lockdown. Three lads here from Ballymoon. We're still, technically we're still in Ballymoon in my opinion, but we're not really because because they all decided to change. Remember last I, 11 Avenue went to Ballymoon Avenue? Oh, Ballymoon I call Avenue this Ballymoon. Ballymoon. When I'm coming down to the Ballymoon Road for a curry, I'm on the Ballymun Road, like, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm to be, like, when I was coming in here, I kind of looked across and I was thinking, I seen it the way it was when it was a country road. For some mad reason, the shape of it is still there, like, you know? Yeah. And even though it's urban, like, I mean, was that road that continues on there, was that always there? No. Griffith Avenue Extension, as they yeah, call the it Yeah, Extension. No, you no. remember, because that was the... Was that the, a laneway or something? The back, the back of that was all... Who was it? What was the family that owned all, all the land there? They still own a good bit of it behind the, where the... There's north, a farm at the yeah, back the of farm is DC. Still, oh, yeah. yeah, DC. It's mild still there, isn't it? Part, they've sold it in parcels, but you can still see parts of it. And, it's still uh, farmed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... Part of it all was UCD's land. It was all UCD. DCU. No, UCD. Did they? It was the farming college. Oh, right. Say 50, 55 yeah. odd years ago, right? It was the farming college. UCD and Dublin City Council done a deal. UCD got Belfield. Yeah. And they gave... Ballymun to the council and they retained the college mm. and they call it DCU. That's kind of the history of it. You re- you remember when it was Premier Dairies at the bottom of Oil yes, Hill? Yes, I do remember. So I like remember it, like going up there in the morning to get on a truck to get a morning to work. Like, you know what I mean? So one of the jokes I tell all the time, and it's not really very funny, but I lo- I enjoy it is that I'm in the the Glasnevin part of Ballymun that's actually closer to the Cabra part of Finglas. You know, because yeah. that's how it's all blurred now. So yeah. the Ballymun Mafia has um, congregated Tony Groves. Sparky, a.k.a. Raymond Corcoran and Dean Scurry. We're in the Tortoise Shack today. And we're bringing the fresh batch onto the Tortoise Shack platform. So the Tortoise Shack is a platform that has about 10 different podcasts on it. Mm. One being the Echo Chamber, the Reboot Republic, and there's many, many more. So for the listeners of the fresh batch, we're going to become part of that group of podcasts. So what are the other podcasts in that? And there's a, as you've mentioned, there's a few there that you've mentioned already. My own one that we started. It, it's an accidental platform. Yeah. So I started the Echo Chamber with, with, with my pal Martin McMahon. And the reason we were in what you what you call the tortoise shack is this room is where I used to have a pet tortoise. A big African sulcata tortoise would walk around and be banging into things while we were recording. And um, you probably know the great activist Izzy Kamikaze, the, the long time... Uh, great fucking name. But Izzy came in and she said, uh, when the tortoise literally walked up and headbutted her because she was a belligerent old tortoise now. She'd walk, if your foot was on the ground and... You, she wouldn't want to walk around you and uh, as he said if anybody hears that that's I'm in the tortoise shack here and 20 minutes later that's our name isn't it so it doesn't have a subliminal deep or meaning or anything like that like echo chamber has a very we're all in the we're all in our own echo chambers talking shite to each other yeah. the tortoise shack is just there was a tortoise this, in the room this room was, was where the tortoise lived and used to wander around the place and uh, cause absolute chaos and uh, that was it it was it was accidental and then like that you know we had 
Glow West podcast, we interviewed Caroline West, who is did her did her PhD. She's doctor of of porn and sex. Right. So she's like, I want to do a, a sex podcast. And, okay, we'll do that. Then I met my late great friend Vicky Conway a bit to talk about when Fine Gael wanted to commemorate the RIC, if you remember. That's right. And she said, I have an idea for a podcast, and Police was born. You know, so yeah, so we yeah. would, li- and then people then would then say, oh, "I heard you helped such and such with that. Can you help me with what I'm trying to do?" Yeah. And then you've shrapnel from the two boys up up north, like a loyalist lefty loyalist podcast. I never thought I'd be doing uh, producing the lefty loyalist podcast. Um, Sounds great, but it's brilliant. Like, so can I ask you? And you might want to keep your cards close to your chest. What's the listenership or the audience for that suite of podcasts? It would be. Be north of um, 1.5 million uh, a year. That's why we're coming on board because we do a podcast called The Fresh Batch. And it's the nature of podcasts, it's the nature of where it's going. What we're looking to do is reach an audience. So we're reaching out to you lads in the Tortoiseshack Empire, you know, yourself and Martin and your audience to say, embrace us, take us on board, share us, talk to people about us. Yeah, and listen to us. Yeah, but what you guys do is fits with the ethos in many ways. Because I keep saying to you, you were saying it's a, it's a platform. Yeah, it is a platform, but it's also a bit of a community kind of thing. You, we, we shared that night in the Sugar Club. So we've done a podcast, live podcast together called Podcasts for Palestine, for Palestine in the Sugar Club a couple of weeks ago. And it was kind of like a little road test to see, do we work well together? Myself and Tony had worked together on a few different things. And I, yeah, I think it was a success. Was, so, so much so, we're sitting he- here now in the tortoise shack, going, "Let's throw the fresh success. batch out on the uh, on the on the platform." But why it was a success is because there's one thing: no dickhead rule, right? <laughs> no <laughs> muppets, and then a shared sort of values. You don't have to be. I'm not asking everybody. You know, who, who do you vote for? What do you do? None of that shit. Yeah, but yeah. but certainly, you know, um, respect for one another and and the ability to do it. And plus. I've been listening to your podcast since the get-go. I've been giving you feedback on some of, your, on some of the stuff. It cracks me up that sometimes it takes you 13 minutes to get the podcast started, right? And at the start of this right. one, at the start of this one, we start talking about fucking farms up the back of Ballymoon. Yeah. <laughs> but, but the beauty when, of it is... When you is, say it cracks you up, does it crack you up in a good way laughing or do you go, get the fucking thing started? No, no, because what's different is, is actually... There's a lot of podcasts, and I'm going to be honest, there's a lot of podcasts where there's two lads who are chatting shit and having a, having what they think is top bands, top yeah. tier bands. What you and Dean have is instant chemistry. Yes. And it's not always the case. And I think that's really good. It's always been something where like you can fix the the subject matter you can fix the the output or whatever it is you can't fix a lack of chemistry in many yeah. s- in the situations we, we yeah you can we, teach the hard skills but not the soft skills yeah. yeah but we come from a culture that slags you know we're very slaggy culture and me and my dad like I'd go into my dad's gaff and I would be flat out slagging him he'd be flat out slagging me me and Dean made a conscious that the first thing we said when we were doing this was we weren't going to slag each other on yeah Mike. let's not put each other down uplift each other support Absolutely. each other encourage Absolutely. each other Absolutely, yeah. because there's not enough of people with our backgrounds, uh, insights, way of speaking, talking, mm. uh, having conversations, inviting people in. But you're both vulnerable. Oh, I love it. So for those people who are new to the podcast, we're going to give you guys probably the last 20 podcasts we've done as a gift. And one of them is with a mate of Sparky's, who's now a mate of mine called John Rooney. And John is he's in the last couple of steps of his life. And we went down to Mayo to him, to Mulrani, and listened to his, what he called his last song, his last conversation. And the vulnerability was 
stunning. You know what I mean? Really comfortable with each other, being vulnerable. And I'd never met this man before. And I think that that's just, that's a beautiful thing to be able to offer ourselves and other people. Just being comfortable in that honesty and that vulnerability. It's like, and again, when I've listened to that one, and by the way, it's clear, uh, he great respect f- for you, Sparky, as someone who he thinks a lot of. And that was really, really endearing as well. It came across, of, it was a warm room. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah. a very warm person anyhow, you know. Yeah. I met him online. I met him through recovery online, you know, yeah. and we just clicked. He's like me older brother. He's from Kilock as well. I'm from Kilock. And we just clicked and we just supported each other, you know, and... I was devastated when I heard that that he was only given such a short time to live, you know. Yeah. But uh, man, he's done some some great stuff. He was on Joe Duffy uh, a couple of weeks before the podcast, and he was great. And Duffy was great with him. Yeah, well, he's people give him a lot of crap, but he can be he can be brilliant at putting his finger on the pulse of from that emotional. that week. There was two things that I just by chance heard him. So there was the young woman whose daughter had passed away in the, a couple of days previous, right? He was absolutely, he was very like Jerry Ryan. And Jerry Ryan, again, you'd give him a lot of crap, like, you know, mm. saying, oh, he's full of it, whatever it was. But he was a great uh, broadcaster, like, you know what I mean? And I've actually, I'm always giving out about Duffy because it's all, and what's wrong with you? Yeah, yeah. All, there are moments where, where he's shone, like, he, you know. Joe Duffy came into a Bank of Ireland branch where I worked as a very young first time kind of bank assistant, bank official. And um, he came up to the customer service desk and we were told he was coming and he had a, you know, he had his own manager. Like he, when he comes, go get X person to look after him. And I, I, I was still, Dean has, a, I mean, 17, if Dean answers the phone to me, I may say something impolite, Dean. Isn't that true? Like, you know. My, yeah, you've, you've kind of pulled the rug before the conversation starts yeah, as yeah. a gesture of um, warmth. Yeah, yeah. So so Joe Duffy walks towards me and and uh, and he said, I want this, I'm here to see. And I went, sure, 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 sure. <laughs> you did not. <laughs> and it did not go very well for me, folks. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. And, and, you and your dog's, your dog's dying as well. And your dog sings songs in the bath as well. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I got, I got a call into the manager's office. Are you serious? Yeah, wow. Yeah. Totally wow. Yeah. Well, it was, I didn't mind. It, it was kind of, in a way, it was grand. And, I, and I'd never, I'd ne- things like that. I, I, would, I would still do it again. We yeah, should get totally. him on this podcast, I'm telling you. We should get him on the fresh batch. Yeah. So, in, in the fresh batch, we have had some stunning conversations. One of the first guests we had on was a journalist who had asked me to sit down with her and talk to her about immigration, racist stuff that was happening across Ireland. Uh, her name is Kitty Holland. So I said, well, Kitty, if I'm going to do that, you come out to Ballymore and have a chat with me and Sparky. So we sat down with Kitty Holland for a beautiful chat. We sat down with uh, Mancon McGann for a beautiful chat. Do you know what you say, Mancon McGann? You need to go back and take the audio out of that because he talked about your podcast and how he was listening and loving it. Oh, yeah. What a compliment. Oh, no, it's stunning. And like we had yeah, only no started. Worries. And I think the beautiful thing about it was before we realised... It he was in awe of the thing that it's going to become. He kind of seen it. He went, "Fuck's sake, these two lads, their insights, their backgrounds, their lived experience." To use that wanky phrase, mm. where they're going with this, I can see it. And he kind of come in and, and, and said to us, "Fuck's sake, lads, I'm I'm on board straight away." Mm. And what we're trying to do is just get it out to an audience, you know, bigger than where it's at at the moment, to get other people on board, to get other people to celebrate it. I don't think the term lived experience is wanky. I do. I just, I think it's overused, so. Some people will say to you, I had a gut feeling. You didn't. There's no feeling in your gut. 
Yeah, you but, have lived experience. You yeah, have okay, experience. But stuff that you've banked in your brain. That's that it. You, and stuff Absolutely. That, but, but I also, that's why also a lot of times it's right. No, it is. It's because yeah. well, I tell you what it is, and Dean, Dean uses this word right, and it's a brilliant word. Patrons. We observe patrons. We do. Yeah. We, we observe them all the time. So when you're driving the car, I'm often driving the minibus, right? And young people would be, would be with us. And I'd slow down and they'd say, what's wrong? And I'd say, I'm just letting this fella come across. And they'd be like, how did you see that? Yeah. Patrons. It's, you know, you see a certain type of vehicle. You see it being driven slow in a certain way. Your intuition. I don't know whether it's intuition but I do think it's lived experience and it is patterned. Language, we do kind of make, like, you know, we turn around and say adverse childhood experiences, right? Mm. Aces. Aces. There's a bit of wankology in that phrase That's as what well. I mean. That, like, like, you, mean, you mean poverty. I get it, but it's <laughs> poverty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Can we talk about bleeding? I don't own me gaff but rather than but others. But other isn't, stuff. That why that, isn't that why that matters? Because what the conversations you, you two are having is taking somebody corporatized language or the or the language of academia and maybe actually saying well actually let's make that accessible let's talk let's just talk fucking normally and one of those people we talked normally to was Steel Wall yeah one of those people we talked and listened normally to is Sparky's da it's a fucking stunning conversations of honesty vulnerability without being patronizing without you're a bit patronizing there without being the Joe Duffy and your dog died of a heroin overdose too <laughs> It's gas because, like, I remember the first time we had you on the echo chamber, Dean. The the, the funny things he grabs the he grabs the thing and he shouts into it. He goes, "Well, the gates of the doll shut. Well, the gates of the doll shut." And I went, "Where's this gonna go?" And and um, it wasn't in a you didn't mean it in a radical way. You just meant we need actual action as opposed to you know um, a lot of people using words like uh, lived experiences and uh, aces and, and this sort Yeah, of we weaponize and politicize and we use words that uh, make us sound like we're doing the fucking stuff. But what me and Sparky have the privilege of doing is we walk, live and breathe in Ballymoon. We see the lived experience. You know what I mean? We see the, the reality of it. And all we're trying to do on this is allow a space to have the conversations about what's, what's it really like. I remember Mick O'Brien was amazing. Mick O'Brien is my lecturer in college. Uh, he lectures in youth work. But he's also in the Druids, the band, the Druids. Like, you know, and they, they travel all over America. Like, they're a really big, mm. you know, Irish folk band in America. Mick was great. And Mick just listened deeply. And then, do you know who was deadly? It was Ryan Lincoln. Lincoln's one was deadly, you know. And he, he was quite vulnerable in it. Like, you know what I mean? And... And he's had a kid since, like, you know what I mean? And mm. I'd love to get him on again, you know, just to look at that kind of growth or whatever. There was been some great ones. And then we had this woman on, Amy Judd. Mm. And Amy was talking about, during lockdown, she set up a Facebook dating site. Of, did, look, see, see, did, see that what I love about this is the fact that you're able to sit back and say, um, these are, say, our first 20 conversations we had, right? If it was up to me... I'd scorch the internet of my first 200, right? Because yeah. you got to get your reps in and sometimes in these things. That's why I'm saying what you two do, it's actually been good since day one. Yeah, but I've had a bit of experience because I've done 50 before, which we're also going to gift people. A Traveller and a Countryman podcast that I've done with Martin Stokes. Mm. And please listen to them, share them, immerse yourself in the perspective of a 50-year-old traveller man and a Bally Munner 
chatting shite with each other and having stunning guests on that as well Peter McFerry mm. beautiful conversations that we just want to share out and then encourage the people who do listen to the Fresh Batch or the Travel and the Countryman to jump on the Tortoise Shack platform as an option give the Tortoise Shack whatever it is a fiver a month and then you also get the echo chamber. You get everything. You get everything. Uh, Reboot Republic. It is mad. Like, like we put out four podcasts on Tuesday, all different podcasts. If you're a member on Patreon, you get it in one feed and it's all completely plea free. So you'd never. So for our listeners, explain Patreon very quickly. Uh, so it'd be real simple. It's like, it's, it's you paying it forward, right? So the podcast will, will ultimately go out for free. So for example, if I did an episode which I have with Naomi Klein a few hours later it goes to the people who give us the price of a cup of coffee once a month they get it immediately I might then release it to a general release seven to ten days later and it goes out to everyone so the people who throw the fiver a month they're literally paying it forward to keep the podcast free for everyone but they're yeah. also covering the light the bills the the, the hosting yeah. the editing the publishing all of the things that come with it there's a shitload of work no, goes in Dean, Dean does a lot of that stuff yeah like I'm learning it. Like Dean, Dean has has definitely showed me a lot because I do another podcast in work with young people, and uh, and I want to try and do more of them. Dean had a great idea in the beginning that we'd go on the road. You know, yeah, we take off in Dean's camper van, go to Longford and Ballina and Porter Down, and just interview people uh, along the way. You know, which we've done with John. We've done a live show in the Shore Club. We're going to do more. Uh, so this grows. Uh, when the audience embraces it, when people jump on board, when they share it, when they join up uh, to the Tortishack Patreon. And on that, I'm just looking at the list of stuff. Green Light Podcast, which explores uh, sexual violence, consent. Built Different, which is about intersectionality in our society. You, you met you met the, the ladies of Built Different. They're, they're, they're on a hiatus at the moment, but the three wonderful... They're on a hyena? <laughs> yeah, they're on one of them as well. But they, but they're, but like they're, they crack me up. They terrify me because they're young. Young people terrify me generally because they're, they're far too well-informed. Again, that was an accidental... Um, uh, my late friend Vicky Conway, uh, a student, said that she loved her podcast and that she had an idea for one herself. Joella was a, a law student in, in DCU, and obviously sudden then the, the three girls are here and um, all talking from different perspectives and I also want to point out that given what's happening at the moment with all the shit that's coming on in terms of you know this Ireland is full and all they're all three people of colour they're all young women they're all young professionals and they're all suffering from some of the legacies of what, what we did when we had the you know no birthright in nationality when we had the racist referendum back in 2004 like you know they're, they're still sitting here born here educated here and then having to apply for citizenship and Mad, it's, it's it? crazy and you know as, as Irish as I am uh, and, and, and by the way as dual national as they want to be Joella told me a great story about being back visiting home but home wasn't you know she was like, I'm going home to visit home. And uh, she went out with her friends that she hadn't seen in, in years. And uh, she they'd had a couple of drinks and she started looking for, where where can I get a three-in-one? <laughs> what she started Deadly. saying. And she got the, they See, the lived experience. Yeah, they said, girl. <laughs> <laughs> they said, girl, you're the home. You're home is, home is Blanchestown, love. So I was thinking there, right? I went to a gig. They were all saying from the stage that they all had Irish passports. They were British. Yeah, yeah. And they were white yeah, yeah. males, right? 
and they all had Irish, and they had no problem getting an Irish passport. Bear Grylls had met with me this week that Bear Grylls, wasn't he so, a former SAS soldier or something? He was, yeah. Has, has an Irish passport. So he's not military age, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's past it. So here, he's not a threat. He's not. He's not going to be going around, uh, you know, chasing after a sixteen-year-old daughter. That was yeah. sorry. That was a piss, that was a piss take on military age men. Yeah, chasing our daughters. But, but it, it brings me to a point that with about, about both of you, and we're going to share this pod obviously on on Echo and on the Fresh Batch, so people can you know cross over of audiences and they get a, a sense of it. So people who listen to you guys will be aware of this, but they mightn't be if they listen to the Echo Chamber. You both work with young people all the time. Some of the things, when they burnt that little camp that they had at the International Protection uh, Office, where when they had that fucking awful scenes where where people were were done that, I remember Dean um, getting in his car and going down to have tea with the lads. I brought them into Pier Street Flats, as radical as that is, mm. brought them in to meet some of the people who only the night before were, for one reason or another, angered boy what's going on in the city so much so that tents got burnt so we brought them to meet each other and then we shot a short documentary down there as well and then I encouraged some of the lads who ran a football team to embrace these newcomers these black men onto their football team for me that's community that's what we do if we want to burn everything down you know an eye for an eye you know, leaves us all in Bowman Hospital. What they and done there is creating the conditions. That's all we have to do is create the conditions. So this podcast is creating the conditions for a number of different things. Creating the conditions to embrace working classness. Is that a word? Working classness, yeah. <laughs> embrace vulnerability, embrace community. We could very easily just continue doing the work that we do in Community Sparky, which we have done for the last 30 years. But this is another level to it. Yeah, it's an honest conversation. A lot of our experience, a lot of our wisdom, a lot of our friendships uh, with different people. For example, the next podcast we're about to release is with Damien Dempsey. And that's a stunning friendship and it's a stunning conversation. And there's wisdom in it. And we just want to put that out into the world. Hang on, so you're saying that the, between the three of you, 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 Sparky, and Damien Dempsey, there was wisdom in there. Almost every, <laughs> almost every other sentence. <laughs> when Damien could get a word in, yeah, I was going to, that's that's the other thing. Yeah, a lot of the learnings though you make in doing podcasting from mm. making mistakes as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Having the ability or whatever it is to interview people or to get people to draw people out. Mm. I got that from me, da. That's a natural ability. That's something that we would have had in the house, crack in the house, slang in. Mm. You know, so I think that's something that I took into this. The thing I have with Dean is magic. The two of us just come into the same room together and there's a spark and it just goes, it's, it's like watching a game of tennis back and forth, you know. It can be funny, it can be entertaining, but it's also very honest. You know what I mean? We're very honest with each other. Like there's no, we seven Dean when we're talking there's nothing hidden. It nearly launches straight into honesty. I've always known with Dean that there's a vulnerability to Dean, just even looking at him now. Look at those eyes. Look at those big puppy eyes on him. And uh, But there's also um, a sincerity into wanting do something that made a difference, that, that actually yeah. not just sit around and chat about it, but it made a difference. And sometimes even you can do that in the power of conversation. And in fact, that's why I've enjoyed what, doing it. And that's why I knew when we worked together in the Sugar Club that I thought inevitably this was going to happen. That was a savage night. That was a great night. What? Like, I mean, people left up that, that night elated 
after crying their eyes out for two hours. Kieran Morning, welcome to the fresh batch. Ball your lamps out. Kieran came on as as a as a special guest at the end, right? Yeah. And nobody knew him. No, like that room didn't know. Him. No, and everybody left. On the lamp, so so we for the just, new listeners, you're going to get that podcast. I'm going to do the sales pitch now. This is like that. What's that TV show uh, that they sell uh, the bleeding uh, all, all of the voices? QVC. QVC. This is QVC for this podcast. You're getting twenty odd podcasts from me and Sparky from the Fresh Batch, including Damien Dempsey, which is a wow. stunning podcast. You're getting fifty podcasts from uh, me and Martin on the Fresh Batch. You're getting the suite of podcasts from the Tortoise Shack. So this this is a message going out to the listeners that we have already. Come on board, sign up to the Patreon for Tortoise Shack and get all that. And for the Patreon listeners, for the Tortoise Shack listeners, Echo Chambers, welcome us on board. Listen to us, give us feedback, share the podcasts, embrace us, and the opportunity and the potential for this podcast for this platform is huge in this country and we need some kind of plan together some kind of antidote to where we are now mm. as, as a country and and i think that these conversations as part of that antidote the comedian colin o'regan if you, we were doing a thing saying and we were trying to say look lads we're struggling we need a few people to come on board and join us on patreon and colin o'regan kindly put a message on, on his Twitter and I was like okay never met Colin O'Regan in my life and he said was he goes this platform I've heard more about stories that I didn't know I needed to hear about on anywhere else than I did on this platform throw them the couple of quid you never know when you you might need the, the space to use your voice and I just thought to myself going shit and that's the difference with a podcast because you don't know who's listening you don't know but really? but it's much more intimate it's not it's, it's beyond that parasocial relationship of you know I follow him on Twitter he follows me on Twitter there's a sincerity to it like let us into your ears let, let us in. into your living room let us uh, into your life when you're going for a walk listen to the two lads embrace us how do people go from not being on the Tortoise Shack Patreon to being on it. What's the steps? Oh, look, the link is going to be in the pod that you're listening to. So all they got to do is is click that link at the top, um, pick the level because you can join us from a couple of quid. If you if you're fortunate enough to have a bit more, you can actually chip it. Chip, you know, we we do have a pay it forward level. We use it very seldom, but what we do sometimes is there are people who maybe don't have the few quid and then they get it free. Yeah. In, so so you're gifting it as well, um, but so we so pick the level that you have, but but it's within your budget. One of the things people would say is, look, if you ever thought if you met Sparky and up the road and you ever thought you'd buy him a cup of coffee, this is the way to buy him that cup of coffee. Yeah. And all the money gets ploughed back into keeping the show on the road. Like we yeah, are not, and we we want to grow this. We don't just want to yeah. keep it on the roads because you know me and Sparky can keep this on the road ourselves. Yeah. What we're specifically interested in doing is growing our audience. Is doing more on the road doing more live shows we want you to, we want you to be part of that journey guys honestly I'm delighted to, that you're gonna trust us with it and the thing is and it is trust in a, to, to a large because there's trust in this room but trust us then and when, when you and I'm talking to the listeners now trust us that when you do listen to the fresh batch you're gonna get a perspective that's not <laughs> you're not hearing enough of you're gonna get conversations that you don't get without caveats or without uh, you know um, emotional boundaries set that's not what these two lads do they don't do that at all they actually come out and sometimes it's you know it's chest out and it can make me uncomfortable sometimes but that's all, that's also really really good so so I'm delighted lads so thank you to both of you well, thank you yeah I can't wait for you to hear the back catalogue I can't wait for you to hear Martin Stokes 
traveler man chatting and above all the one we done with Damien Dempsey for me is it's world class it's stunning it is world class it's, it's amazing and it's just you're not going to get that honesty anywhere else uh, so yeah come on board we we know Damo a long time so we're able to ask him we we have the background to ask him stuff that nobody else is going to ask him like you know yeah. and we have the confidence to ask him about Where's his dad? Because, you know, his father passed away, like, and I'm saying to him, where is he? Like, you know, where do you think he is, you know? You know, and Damien's so spiritual that you're going to get an answer that's that's interesting, you know? And you get an old Shing song as well. Don't oh, give the, Yeah, there's a couple of uh, Easter eggs in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, let, just let it go from there. Like, thanks, lads. I really appreciate it. And um, let's, uh, let's, let's get this fucking thing going because I do think, as you said, one thing that is clear, there's a gap not just in the market in that sense there's a gap that needs to have these conversations in a white to a wider audience that can grow into that space that actually can turn around and be some sort of counterbalance to some of the other stuff that's going on as well and i think there's a real i think there's there's a real chance for for not just the fresh batch but for the tortoise to actually say well actually you know what we're actually going to feel some of that ourselves we're not waiting for it to happen we're going to make it happen i think this is going to be part of it i like the way we it was there like episode and then you took over no it's fucking <laughs> see this is see, but this is what you guys do better see I'm a broadcaster now at this stage I'm not so I'm often asked like honestly, I, will, I will shut up now but the truth of it is there's that fucking urge in me to actually make sure I'm doing the broadcast part yeah make sure you go to patreon.com slash tortoise yeah, literally turn around to the lads and they were going out, going out for the march of the day and I says remember when migrants rights are under attack patreon.com forward slash tortoise <laughs> <laughs> and Paul Murphy's looking at me going is he fucking for real <laughs> right that's enough see you later always wrong you up the Ballymun mafia <laughs> Yeah. Fuck off, will you? Fresh, yeah?